welcome back to another episode of Table Talk, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. I have with me, as always, my lovely co-host, Alyssa. Hi, Snow Angels. All right, what are we doing today, my love? Oh, you're a sleepy boy. I am so sleepy. Alyssa showed up this morning, and I was still in bed when she called me, like, asleep, asleep. So You had a late night, though. I did. So. I did. We definitely had a late night last night, so... I felt it. I didn't go to bed till like 3 a.m. So my alarm was set for 7 and that, that did not happen this morning. <laughs> my morning wasn't that much different. I woke up, uh, I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up to some lady screaming outside and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm late. <laughs> no, not as late as me, boo. You good? <laughs> Thankfully it wasn't. I was like five minutes before my alarm. But I was like, oh, that was close. All right. So um, we are going to play another episode game of we're not really strangers uh, i think we really like this game anyway. yeah but this is gonna be a little bit different of an episode because this is gonna be the final episode of our first season it's just so exciting it is so exciting and it's also like bittersweet because i'm like oh my god what am i gonna do like <laughs> i'm not- gonna sleep in on a sunday morning that's weird you know we're gonna still be seeing each other or we're yeah. just gonna come back early but yeah. we'll be we'll be back in the studio soon enough but uh i needed to personally just take a short break i've just had so much going on and honestly i've had some good and bad days in the last few months plus i'm trying to change jobs so i'm gonna give myself a little break um and then we'll be back on april 17th is our season two premiere so yeah i'm yeah. excited I love that we're ending on a 31st episode. Like I know. Like it's Halloween. Yeah, it's like the end of the month almost. <laughs> All right. So just so you guys remember how we're playing the game, uh, We're Not Really Strangers is a card game. And it's just deep questions with varying levels to really get in depth with and get to know the other person. I'm so, excited. I like this game. We are going to start with level one. Level one is perception. Uh, Again, we're not playing the full game. We're just using the cards. We're not doing any points or anything like that. No, we're not that competitive on an early morning. (laughs) I don't even think we read the instructions. We're like, we're good. Yeah, (laughs) I think we briefed over the instructions real quick. We're like, oh, yeah, we're just asking each other questions. Okay, that works. So I'll put them. All right. And this is for me to ask you? Yeah. All right. It says... What about me is most strange or unfamiliar to you? I'm genuinely curious about this question because I'm usually an open book, so I'm like, huh. What's strange? Yeah, what about me is most strange or unfamiliar to you? Honestly, just like your level of pep and your continual <laughs> energy, I just don't understand where it comes with, like, where it comes from. <laughs> like. I have energy, but Jocelyn's level of energy is just, like, at a whole other speed and level, and, like, she doesn't stop going. No, I don't. I don't. My boyfriend literally just said something to me. Like, I work basically seven days a week, and I had to schedule Saturdays for myself off, which I think I talked about in the last episode, and my boyfriend looks at me all the time and goes, I? How? How are you already so awake? He said it to me this morning because you got here. He was like, how are you awake already? You just rolled out of bed. I was like... I don't know I am like I just I'm up once I see the sun I'm ready to go like let's just go yeah but you just, just energy just like never depletes it just like keeps going and going and going I'm like bro have you taken a breath today did you drink some water like are you okay and then like we'll be on our meetings and you, you talk to me about all the things that you've done for our podcast and I'm like 
I didn't oh, know those were oh, things that okay. needed, needed to be done. Damn, what? Girl. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I did a few things. <laughs> well, and I think right now, though, like, I have a lot more time than you do, right? Like, I'm I'm building my business. I've been home, like, working on the business. So, like, I have the time to do those extra things. And that's why I think I've also had a lot more energy recently because I'm excited about what I'm doing. So I have even more energy because I feel, like, energetically aligned with what I'm doing in a way. Yeah, it's still just really strange for me. <laughs> All right, my turn. Your turn. Ooh, this one. What fast food restaurant do you think I'm most likely to drive through and what's my order? Okay, it's definitely Wendy's. <laughs> um, and there's usually chicken nuggets involved or chicken tenders. There's definitely fries and 100% a Coke because there's nothing like a found Coke for you. <laughs> well, my order is totally right and it did used to be Wendy's, but I've actually <laughs> jumped a little. And uh we're like really liking McDonald's right now. Ooh, I still would okay. like to try Chick-fil-A although they're never open when I'm around. <laughs> um but McDonald's Coke is just oh, it superior. Is. Something about it just keeps drawing me back. So, it's usually McDonald's or Wendy's. <laughs> Damn. Good. <laughs> and I only know that because of the amount of times we've been like in the car, we go somewhere, and then you're like, babe, I'm getting hungry. Well, and I'm like, okay, what do you want? Can we stop for Wendy's? I'm like, sure. <laughs> My order never really changes. It's always chicken nuggets. Because <laughs> uh, you can never find a good BK. Now, I, is there a sauce? Sweet and sour. Okay. Always. Right. Sweet and sour. Okay. I just had to check. I mean, the occasional honestly, barbecue sauce. See, I'm an occasional honey mustard. like Or the Mac sauce. Mac sauce with nuggies is like... Prime. I'm still getting used to honey mustard. It kind of it's like new to me. I didn't really ever th- like like mustard. Or yeah, like that so honey mustard was always sweeter to me. That's why I liked it as a kid. I love Dijon. That's random. Dijon spicy though. I like it. I like cooking with it too. Mm, it's really nice to cook Dijon with. Dijon rosemary pork. Oh, so good. <laughs> that is good. But I have to give you my taco recipe that I just made. Ooh. It's a vegan taco recipe with cauliflower. I'm gonna make it for my boyfriend with some chicken or like beef. And oh my god, it's gonna be delicious. It's it so sounds good. really good. I will say that also Katara, my cat, uh, approves of Wendy's chicken nuggets. <laughs> Not McDonald's, Wendy's. Oh, she's a bougie bitch. <laughs> she knows that those are like the good stuff because they are really like white meat, really yeah. good. And McDonald's has like the breading. So I think it's like too breading. thick yeah. for, for her. They have a breading issue for sure. Okay. What do you think my go to karaoke song is? First of all, I don't like karaoke whatsoever, but I mean. Oh, gosh. I don't know, because you're like a lo-fi queen. I am Um, a lo-fi queen, but like there is one particular song that's sticking out in my head right now. I don't know. (laughs) That's okay. We don't know. I actually don't know. We like don't go to karaoke ever because it's like not our thing. Like it's definitely not our thing, so. It's my thing. It's probably not your thing. No. Uh-uh. Well, you're not getting me on that stage. I don't mind watching people do karaoke, but I have the fear of going to karaoke and being chosen out of the crowd to do karaoke, and then that just turns me Can I get a genre? Off. Country. Really? I could... Oh, God. My childhood was all country, so I could easily do a country song. I don't know. Um, Tim McGraw. <laughs> Tim McGraw. <laughs> I am I'm bad at country. We talked about that last time on episode 20. <laughs> it is Gretchen Wilson's... Um, I can't remember the name of the song, but one of the lyrics is, girl, you clean up good. And like, I'm like, yep, I used to sing that song in the car, and I know every single line to that song. I never would have gotten that. Yeah, I no. Gretchen Williams. No, I knew. I was like, this is the one song that I could 
confident that that or Shania Twain that I could like confidently Shania sing. Shania Twain. Shania Twain, I could confidently sing on stage. What 100%. song? Uh, like almost all of them. I like know all of her songs. I love Shania Twain. Like talk about a badass woman in the fucking nineties. Loved her. <laughs> she was my idol. <laughs> So, yeah, either one of those two, I could sing a song for. Well, I learned something new already. <laughs> All right, my turn. What compliment do you think I hear the most? Either something about your makeup, because I'm always fucking fascinated about your makeup. I'm like, I have to go back and watch the reel that you posted sometimes just to see. I'm like, how'd she do that? How'd she do that? Oh, okay, I'm learning something. <laughs> no, no joke. I literally went back the other day. I was like, I want to put blush on. How do I do it? Oh, uh, my blush <laughs> changes by the day. We it's never in the same spot twice. In one week. Um, so I think it's either something about your makeup or something about like your high efficiency work when it comes to like the workplace. I think I would agree. I used to get something along like my outfit compliment mm. and then my smile. A lot of people are like, "You have really nice teeth. You have a nice smile." That's so. when I'm not resting, bitch face. <laughs> when you actually are like, I'm in bliss. <laughs> it's usually when I'm like blissfully unaware that people are staring at me. That's the best part when you have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Disassociation. All right. Oh, my God. If Uh-oh. MySpace were still a thing, what would my profile song be? <laughs> Why am I getting all the songs? I know. I'm like, you don't know my playlist very well. <laughs> um... It'd be some EDM shit. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. It, it would it would probably be um Swamp Monster by Pegboard Nerds. You have no idea who they are, but it's fine. It's a really good song. I always hear your music, but I know <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's either it would either be that or like lo fi. I might like but I more- might be that girl that changes it like daily. So it's like in the morning it's like some EDM, but then like by nighttime it's like lo fi, so most people come in. But, like, the more important question is, is your MySpace, MySpace profile picture, like, of you, like, in a duck face, some bad, some bad eyebrows from that era, are you wearing an orange spray? Uh, definitely a bad hair, definitely a bad haircut, because, uh, we know that there's a picture out there where I cut my bangs, my own bangs. Do you have an emo face? Um, I, yeah, a little, like, the heavy I, eyeliner. I think a little, I really, I didn't get into makeup, really, honestly, but I just was, like, I would wear, like, corduroy skirts with, like, leggings. Like, I, I remember my freshman year outfit was this these black leggings for my first day of school with these black leggings. I had Converse on. I had this brown corduroy skirt. And then I had, like, song, this, like, black t-shirt with, like, rainbow song lyrics on it. And that was my first day of school. Yeah, yeah. That was my first day of school outfit. So I definitely had like a small emo phase, but I like wouldn't not compared to like what I definitely saw and like what a lot of my friends went through. I don't know. I just like didn't really care. I just wore whatever to school. I think you remember that from high school. Like, yeah. I really just didn't give a shit. I think the closest I got to my emo phase was like crazy eyeliner out to my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Like I didn't. I definitely did not have a heavy like emo phase. But no, it's e-girl. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that, like, there definitely would have been a bad haircut and, like, definitely a peace sign. That was oh, definitely... Oh, yeah. I still bring that up. Yeah, yeah. I, de- I definitely think that that would probably still be, I think, Can my we, I feel closet. like I'm seeing a picture of you in some, like, Ugg boot. Peace signing. I actually don't think I got my first pair of bear paws until, or, like, Uggs until I was in... Like my junior or senior year of high school, really. Like I did, I was I was the Converse queen. I was sneakers all the time. 
They are very moon Buddhist. I only yeah. wear them when I'm really cold. Yeah. All right. This is an easy question. Do I seem like a cat or dog person? You're definitely a cat person. You have a cat. This is true. And you like dogs. You were a dog trainer. Yep. I just don't think you would own your own. I will eventually. Okay. Because I'm a dog trainer, I know how much, like, time and energy it takes to get a well-trained dog, and I just do not have that capacity <laughs> right, right now. now. That's fair. I'm That's definitely fair. a cat person. I think I'm an animal person. In general, yeah. yeah. That's why I was like, both? <laughs> well, I was just watching a video about how, like, cat people are actually usually, like, better with boundaries and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, it's so true. Like, when I see someone else pet a cat and, like, the cat wants nothing to do with them, I'm like, well, I'm judging you. You, There's something wrong. Why doesn't that cat like you? Like, red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag! Well, these cats are all about boundaries. They don't want to be pet all the time no. with dogs. Mm-hmm. You have to, like... Dogs are all up in your shit all the time. Yeah. But, like, Katara loves me. That's why I'm a dog person, because I'm definitely, like, I want... And it, it's a reflection of me, because I want to be all up in your shit all the time. <laughs> 100%. Like... <laughs> That saying that like people's pets are like reflections of themselves. Oh my gosh, it's 100% so true. Hundred percent true. All right. What really? Oh no. What reality show do you think I'm most likely to binge watch? Explain. None. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> this isn't even me. This isn't even for me. You want another car? <laughs> yeah. I was like, none. I watch like movies more or less, you and it's always bugs. Disney Plus, and yeah. Play video games. Yeah. Do I seem like someone who would get a name tattooed on myself? Why or why not? <laughs> no. No. Ev- never. <laughs> I would. I uh, think that would be the only time I would actually come down on you if I ever yeah. saw you get a name tattooed. Oh, like, please what do. the hell were you thinking? Please the fuck do. Because, like, I had to be on drugs. Like, even when my spouses, like, my ex-spouses would bring it up, I was like, well, like, why don't we get something that, like, symbolizes our relationship so that way I can change the symbolization later when we don't work out? <laughs> it is not a smart move to get anyone's name no. tattooed. If it's, like, someone who's passed or, like, a family member, sure. But getting someone that you might possibly break up with's name I, yeah. on your body is not a good look. I don't even care if you're married. Like, the answer is no. Like, the answer is no. I could see you getting, like, a late-night drunk tattoo, possibly. Yeah, but, but that's like, not a name. Not a name. No, I would doubt. Oh my god! You get like I don't know Winnie the Pooh or something like smoking a bong. <laughs> it's on the list. It's actually Winnie the Pooh and Piglet tossing a joint. That's gonna be on the list. It's going on this leg with the mermaid tattoo. <laughs> All right, this is gonna be the last one of level one, which is perception. And get a little bit deeper. Okay, let's see. As a child, what do you think I wanted to be? You may know this. You wanted to be in the animal field. It changed a few times. I feel like that was part of it, but also, like, I felt like marine biology for some reason was part of that as well. That's pretty, I think those are, like, my final answers. You're pretty close. Okay. I definitely was, was bet for a very long time. Yeah. And then I realized I didn't want to put animals down, and mm-hmm. I thought that would be really sad. But then I turned to, like, animal officer. Because okay. I was watching a lot of Animal Planet with yep. those TV shows. And I was so like, I, I could do on. that. I want to protect all the animals. Again, still the euthanasia issue, so yeah. I kind of like moved away from that, and I'm still I still was in the pet field. So yeah, it worked out. All right, all right. Level two is connection. We're going deeper. Pick a card. Oh, <laughs> this no, it's just a good question. What has been your earliest recollection of happiness? Earliest? Yeah. I think I'm going to say 
on memory alone, getting my dog and training and having my dog with me. Uh, he just made me very happy. He's cute. Mm. But, like, looking at photos, the picture of me and my brother in front of our house, he has his leg broken, and I'm mimicking him. Because that, <laughs> that just brings back that memory for me, mm. and I can see it, and my grandmother's taking the photo, and we were just laughing because I'm wearing a rug rat shirt, plus I was mimicking <laughs> him. I was limping around, and I was like, ha, 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 you broke your leg. <laughs> like, something really stupid, but it just brings a good memory back. Yeah. Big boys. What title would you give this chapter in your life? I like this question. If I had to write a book, growth. Simple. Simple. Yeah. Just because there's, from the time of like 23 to probably when I turn 30, there has been a substantial amount of growth. No, I would agree. I think Connie's is obviously just a huge growth You know, range people anyway. always say that, and I just always thought it was, like, bullshit. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, whatever. It is what it is. Like, people grow. Like, you're never going to stop growing because I just have that mindset that I'll never stop growing. But I think specifically right now has been, like, deep growth. Yeah, after 22, I think I, like, really sat into that. And I was like, well, okay, we got to work out the trauma. Uh-huh. We got to heal. <laughs> we got to make sure we're growing in our relationship, uh-huh. learning all the things. Yeah. Adulting things too. Yeah. All right. What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now? I think the question I've been asking myself the most, if I'm honest, is how do I move forward? Um, I just lost my father. So, yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said (laughs) it's uh, it's just really tough. There's good days, there's bad days. I honestly just had one over the weekend. Um, you know, it's just really hard. It's the first person I really lost that's close to me. Um, and it just brings a lot of memories because, you know, and I'm thinking about the future too. Like, my dad's never going to walk me down the aisle. And he's not going to see my children and that type of stuff. So, Whew, okay, we're getting really deep. In this. <laughs> Level two is a little rough. <laughs> But the answer is, it is rough, but it's, like, it's the honest truth. Like, it's where you're at right now. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, like, some days are just really normal for me. Yeah. And so, like, thinking about moving forward with my life isn't as bad. But there's just some things, and sometimes stuff just triggers it, and I think of stuff. Like, this question. (laughs) This question, what happened over the weekend, I was actually getting, I was trying to put a video together for Friday, which is our insight into us. And I got the video, and I went into my photos. And I saw some photos of my dad. And, that just... and then the waterworks just started coming, and I started having a whole moment. So I think that is the question I'm trying to answer for myself, is how do I move forward and continue my life? Yeah, which is not an easy question to answer. Nope. Okay. We're good. Do you need tissue? Nope. We're just getting really deep. Yep. This is really hard. Okay, keeping with the deepness. Oh, fudge What is a dream you've let go of? I literally just journaled about this this week. Clearly, um, it was meant to be writing professionally. I think that had always been a big dream of me. Uh, for me, I mean, I started three separate blogs over the course of a lot of years. So I think I just 
financially had to let it go. Like I had to make the decision to let it go, which was not an easy like thing to do. I cried for like four hours after I had to do it and like shut my website down for a while. But I have to recognize that like it's not going to be a professional thing. I enjoy writing and it's okay to enjoy something and not make money out of it. But that's hard for me to say. I was going to say, that is true, but it's super hard when you've been, like, thinking about it for so long and then to try to let go of I think letting go of any dream is just really fucking hard. Yeah. 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 So that's, and I journaled about it this week and I was like, do I really want to let it go? Like, am I really ready to, like, just be like, no, it's okay to just do something for yourself and not monetize it. Because I think that's where I'm at in my life. It's like, I want to take whatever my passions are and try to monetize them as much as I can, because I want to be doing something that I'm one passionate about and something that I, that I enjoy. But like, I have to recognize when it's okay not to monetize something because I enjoy it and leave it as like something I just enjoy. That's and that's hard. Yeah. I mean, you still have social media though, because you're yeah. still writing and I do love your posts because they're so in, like, they're so thoughtful and like, yeah. With it, I don't think yet. No, well, I think I'm I, leaving it on the horizons because we're still writing a book about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am still writing a book, but like, I'm recognizing that that book is more for me than it is for anyone else. Maybe, and that's okay. Maybe the dream has to change to where you might not be a writer every day, but that you can still write, and even if no one reads it, yeah, it's still gonna be for you, and your ha- it'll bring happiness for you. Yeah, and that's where I'm at with like the book. It's like I put a lot of pressure on myself to like write this book because I was like everybody needs to hear like and understand like the same things. Like I've heard these that the things I'm going through are the same things that everybody else is going through, and we all think that we're not going through it. Like mm-hmm. we all re- we all think that we're all on our own journey. Thanks, this like, podcast. Yeah, so I think I started writing that book for everyone else. And only recently realized how much that book is not for everyone else. That book is for me. Like, the title is Be Gentle With Yourself because I'm learning I have to be gentle with myself through all parts of life. And, like, that's not easy. Mm-mm. So, and I, like, am fully recognizing, like, when I write in for the book, it's like a full therapy session for myself. And I, like, go back and rec- I read because I'll take months off before I write anything again. And, like, I go in and I read and I'm like, wow. That was really therapeutic. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. And that's all it needs to be right now. Like, yes, one day I would like it to be a book, but it's it's not something that I want to rush either. You can't rush something like that. No. In the meantime, you do have, we have our podcast. It's right. an open outlet for you. Right. You've got your social media. Right. But it doesn't have to, your dream doesn't have to be gone. Yeah, and I know that. And but I think right now I need to let it go in this, in the sense that like it's not what I want it to be right now. And you yeah. know I'm very much a like instant gratification person, so I want it right now. I want it to work now. But I need to recognize that like this may not be something that's gonna work right now. And that's just tough. Yeah, and I don't think I'm ready to like fully let it go. But I think I need to like just kind of put it in my back pocket for now and just it it'll be something when it's ready that's why I really like that book big magic because she talks about it in that book of like when it's ready like it will happen but like until that creative thought is ready it's just gonna sit there and wait I say that a lot about relationships but you're right it's to that too Mm -hmm. I always say like if it's gonna if a relationship's gonna happen it'll happen when it's 
when you're completely ready and you don't even see it coming. <laughs> Ruth. <laughs> Until then, you got to focus on you and the other things that you have going for yourself. Yep. And that's kind of like what I'm taking with the, the writing is I think one day I could just write and people will just read it for the fuck of reading it. But that's not it right now. And that's okay. Little girl can talk dope. Yep. All right. You ready? Yep. What lesson took you the longest to unlearn? Unlearn? Mm-hmm. We already talked about this. You're not going to change somebody until they're ready to change. I still fucking struggle with that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I absolutely want to see the best in people, and I, I see a lot of potential, and the potential doesn't get to you anywhere in life. It's great, but if you're not acting upon potential... It doesn't do anything. Nope. And just because I see something in that person doesn't mean that they're going to see the same thing in themselves. So you can't try to force somebody to change when they don't want to. Or they just, like, haven't done enough personal growth to do the changing. People that haven't even shown up to the table of growth. Yeah. I just pick. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You want to answer another one? Nope. (laughs) What's been the best compliment a stranger has ever given you? You're glowing. Oh, I love that compliment. That is the best compliment I have ever received. I think you're glowing or, like, you're thriving. Yeah. I love you're glowing because, like, I know, like, when I'm physically glowing, I'm at such an inner peace that, like, no one can touch me. Like, you can't ruin me today. (laughs) You're genuinely happy. Yeah. enough that it's showing to other people yep yeah that's like my favorite compliment great compliment i just and wow this episode's really having a reflection of my life recently (laughs) i just journaled about like that the other day like one of the questions is like what's a memory that like really sits with you and i was like i don't know i was like okay i do know i like started writing about it and it was about the time like i had posted a photo and i was sweaty it was after a workout and so many people complimented him. And I was just laying on the floor. So many people complimented. It's like, oh, my God, you're glowing. You look so good. You look fabulous. And I was like, I remember that photo. I think I commented something on <laughs> And within that day, that same day or that same weekend, I had gone and I had gone to my sauna appointment. And, like, as I was leaving, there was a guy walking in. And he's either going to a yoga appointment or a massage or whatever. And he looked at me and he's like, wow, honey, you're glowing. And I was like. <laughs> thank you thank you i was like thank you he's like you're welcome he's like i i don't know it's just like you got the aura yeah he's like you just the whole thing and i was like <laughs> thank you and i was in like a sweatshirt dress like nothing that was like ex- astounding made me like yeah you look flawless look yeah and he was just like you're just have a great day you're glowing and i was like I am now. Thank you. <laughs> I was already going to have a good day, but now I'm really going to have a good day. That's why I love candid photos. Like, you can always, the candid photos just capture that person, like, when they're genuinely just so happy. Yep. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Good question. That was a great question. But I'll tell you, these are a lot of my inner reflections lately. Oh, that's connection. Oh, wait. What? Did I? Oh, no, you just asked me that. I thought I asked that question. So I was like, wait. And then I was like, no, no, no. You just asked me that question. Uh, also, side note, so that we don't cut anything. I said beautiful, but I mean, like, you're not put together. Oh, I, that's, I, I knew what you meant. Okay. Listen, we're friends long enough. I was like, I don't I care. know that you do. <laughs> In case anyone else was like, oh, my God, you didn't think she looked beautiful. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I was, especially in that photo, I was sweaty. I was gross. I was like, I didn't think nothing. Everybody was like, you're, you're still going. beautiful. And I was like, okay, thanks, guys. You're beautiful at any angle. <laughs> um, what would your younger self not believe about your life today? That I own a home and a nice car. <laughs> and you shop at Loft? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I thought it was very possible for me. I mean... I grew up in a household of four, and that took a toll on us financially. So even if we lived pretty well, like, I wasn't able to afford the nice thing. Like, I, I think I talked about another episode. Like, I used to buy the generic version of Coke <laughs> and Dr. Pepper, like, Dr. Perky, Dr. Thunder. Like, that was my life. I was eating Spam, and it's I can't believe it's not butter, like, spray Mountain butter. Lightning <laughs> for Mountain Dew. And now, like, I can afford... Coke. Anything that I want to, pretty much, that's within my realm. And yeah. I have a nice car. I have a home that I own, which is fucking crazy to me. I bought that shit at 21. That's fucking wild. I, I just, I think a lot of things about my life I just did not picture. Like I said, I was talking about being a vet. Yeah. And, like, you know, going to college and all that. And, like, none of that panned out. But, like, I'm still super happy. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> It's wild. <laughs> it's really fucking wild. I haven't got a wild card yet, this one. I know. I'm surprised. No staring contest? Oh, my God. I don't know if I can do it with how sleepy my eyes are either. And... Ooh, um, okay. We would have to bleep this out. It's what is your first love's name and the reason you fell in love with him or her? Okay, well, I won't say their name, but I'll just. We don't like to air dirty laundry. I think I fell in love out of the fact of sheer infatuation. <laughs> just checking. And yeah, I was like, I, think I, I thought I knew who it was. I was double checking. Maybe I have somebody I haven't met yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I, I fell in love because I had never been shown that level of attention in previous relationships. Not the quintessential so, first love, though. Yeah, so, like, I was love. infatuated with the fact of, oh, my God, this person's showing me, like, all of this attention. The whole new world. Yeah, versus, like, when you look, I look back, I'm like, nah, some good shit. We don't do that here. That's, those are, we need boundaries, and that is not a boundary, baby. <laughs> yeah, but the toxic shit you don't realize until, it's like, it's toxic you go until through you it. go and you're looking back on it. Absolutely. I think I fell in love for other reasons but i think that was the initial reason i was like oh my god someone's paying like a boatload of attention to me so i like that and then just put up with all the other things i think it's something we don't really talk about is mm-hmm. like the having too nice yeah. <laughs> interactions like yeah you become used to it and then you're like oh my gosh that person treats me so well and then like you kind of you don't see the things that you need to see. Mm-hmm. You see the things you want to see. Because yep. they're being, oh, so nice to you and giving you the compliments and they're giving you gifts or you guys are going out and doing things. And you were also so young. I was so young. You did the best you could, though. Yeah. And, like, I look back and I'm like, yeah, but if I didn't go through that and learn those things in that relationship, I wouldn't know the Maybe things I know totally today. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Can I ask a follow-up question even if we don't cut it? Yeah. Um, who do you think you'd be? Where do you think you'd be? I think I would have moved to Florida with my mom. I think I'd be living in Florida. You don't live with a mom? Uh, not true, because she didn't move until like my senior year of high school. 
so we would have met but probably would not have had such a deep relationship like we do because I wouldn't have been around. Yeah, I definitely would have been a very different person. I this think podcast would have never happened. Yeah, I think I genuinely like, especially like moving to Florida, I would have been living in like an old person's community with my mom and like my grandmother. But I think I would have found the party scene much earlier and probably destroyed my life a lot faster. Genuinely. Really? Yeah, I really think so. I think if I didn't find like psychedelics and Adderall and things like that at 25 and I found it sooner when like I was going through a lot instead of alcohol, I would have, I would have definitely fallen into that scene very quickly. You don't think you'd be in, the, in nature on psychedelics? No. Do you think you would have become addicted? Yeah, I do. Because I got so into alcohol as hard as I did, I think I would have, I think I would have easily fallen into pills just as hard. Yeah. I think you would have gotten yourself out of it eventually, though. I think so, yes. But I don't think I would have touched psychedelics. I think I would have always coupled them with something else. Mm. Because of where I was at. Like, trying to numb the pain. Just not disassociate as much as I could. Not deal with life. Yeah. I don't think I would have. Well, I'm very glad that you have that relationship. (laughs) (laughs) We met and we have our relationship and we have this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like, that's a good question but yeah I, I think i would have easily fallen into the party scene down there very quickly i don't think that would have been a problem for me florida's a shitty state <laughs> you're like fuck florida no fuck more it's hot there's the florida man out there doing fucking crazy ass shit uh-oh what is it <laughs> so wild car oh god they spoke about it yeah what are we doing think of something you strongly dislike that most people love on the count of three say it out loud so this is for both of us. Something I strongly dislike. Yeah. That most people love on the count of three. I don't think of something I have so much disdain for. <laughs> I got something. I have two. I don't think I have that much. <gasps> All right, let's go. All right, ready? One, two, three. Politics. <laughs> I don't like politics either, for the record. <laughs> Why don't you like politics? Because it's all about money. There's not, politics are not about bettering society like they were when they first started. Grease and hands. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's about who gets the most money. No power. Where, the, yeah, where, where does it fall? Who feels like they are on top of the world, even though they're being controlled by a million puppets? Like, I just don't. That, to me, is not the world I want to live in. I don't want to live in a political world. I don't want to... Like, people start talking about politics at any party. I'm... Yep, turn my ass around and I walk away. I'm like, I'm not talking about it. Yeah, I need to... I don't like politics. I don't... I don't need to go. I'll just, like, say... Stay silent during the conversation. Mm-hmm. Over there. Something else. Oh, there's a dog. Look. Oh. How about... What about... What about parties? Don't get me wrong. I do like a party, but... At the same time, I don't like parties because they're not authentic. Mm. Um, a lot of, like, traditional partying is, like, a lot of drinking, drugs. Like, no one's being real. There's a lot of, like, um, impulsiveness happening. And I just don't think it leads to anything good. Like, I think you can have a nice celebration and have, like, a party. birthday party or something yeah. like that. Or, like... Game nights, like, I, I enjoy all that stuff. But, like, I also was never that person in high school. Like, I never 
went to a party. I did not drink. I did not do drugs. I still really don't. <laughs> I drank, so I can't say that. I drank I'm wine. I'm shaking my head no, and then I was like, no, you drank a lot in high school. <laughs> well, that's why I lost some friends, because they were doing, like, a lot of partying, and I was like, I don't want to show up somewhere, drink fucking underage, possibly drive home drunk or get into a car accident, like, hook that up just, with somebody I barely fucking know. That like, just, like, had no appeal for you? No, plus the people thing for me. A lot of people... I do like beer pong, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was a random fact. Okay, moving along. I just picked. Oh. Bad at that. <laughs> it's okay. That's what you got me here for today. What do you crave more of? Okay, two things that came to mind. Chips and cookies. <laughs> and <laughs> also cuddles. <laughs> like physical intimacy. Those were really like three things that came to mind one was food and one was like a physical thing i think i've been alone too long <laughs> i don't crave intimacy like that i do but not i've craved it more recently than i've craved it in previous relationships why because there's a deeper connection than there has been in previous That's relationships true. yeah so i don't mind like he is a phys like his love language is a hundred percent physical touch I've never, I, like, I don't have a problem with it. Where, like, in past relationships, sometimes I'm like, can you get the fuck off of me? Like, I need some space, bro. Like, back the fuck up. I just had a long day. Back the fuck up. I cannot. Like, I need, I need a minute. I'm gonna go take a shower. Like, I have had that minute. So oh my gosh. I have said so. I've said that before. Like, no, like, truly, like, I have definitely said those things in relationships, but, like, this relationship is not that way. You just always want to be close to that person? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. Like, I'm I'm, I'm cool just, like, doing my work in bed where, like, my past relationship, I would find any reason to get out of the bed. So, like, space, bro. I feel like there's a fine line. Maybe I, the reason I say I think I'm, like, don't need as much cuddles is because I was alone for a while. So, like, yeah. I got used to it. Doesn't I don't miss it that much. Like, yeah. I can work with it with or without it yeah but like sometimes i just want to get dressed or something <laughs> someone be like all over me or like doing a task like yeah let me, let me do my own thing yeah and i think that's where my relationship is pretty balanced like he has his job he works monday through friday like i have my business i also work sunday through friday and like when we do get to see each other it's like two three times a week like it's not we don't see each other every day. Like, we don't live together. So it's wonder, very different. I wonder if you feel the same when you guys have moved in. I think I will only simply because we both respect each other's, like, personal space. Like, he is someone who needs a long time. Like, even when he's here, like, on the weekends, he'll go down in his car and just, like, hang out. And, like, he'll smoke a cigarette and just, like, chill out downstairs, like, in his car watching a podcast for, like, an hour. Sometimes, too. Just, like, by himself while he's here. And it's that, like, the whole thing of, like missing someone makes you love them more or whatever that phrase the is distance makes the heart grow fonder yeah thank you uh that phrase is like it's true like I think the less time we spend together the more when our time is, like we do spend together is quality time like I mean last night was a perfect example of this he wanted to go to the casino I don't like the casino like I don't gamble that's not like I don't know I think it like I like the lights like I think it's I like the atmosphere but like I don't gamble lose money <laughs> Like, you're right, I don't gamble, and, like, so, it's not my thing. But he wanted to go really bad, and I was like, okay, let's go. I just had coffee, I had coffee, like, at 8 o'clock last night, I'm like, let's go, I'm fine. 
Like, we're good. We took a little mini nap, and then we went out. And, like, I was okay doing something that, like, I wasn't interested in. But because even while we were at the casino, we had space. Because he's doing all the gambling. I'm sitting in a chair reading webtoons. Like, I'm just chilling. It's a very us moment. Yeah. So, like, that's why I was, like, I it, it didn't bother me to go out because I was, like, I knew we were still going to have space. Even, like, we're in the same building, but, like, you're still going to do your thing, and I'm still going to do my thing over here. And I think that, like, I'm okay with, like, that's why I think even if we move in together, we'll still very much, like, have space. Because, like, I'll have my nights that, like, I want to play video games for, like, six hours. And he's going to be in bed. Like, I'm going to have my nights where I'm the night owl up reading a book that I can't put down. And he'll be in bed. Or he'll be out with friends. Like, we def- I know we'll definitely have that space. So I don't think moving in, I will feel any different. But I think that's because we have good boundaries. Like, we both recognize when the other person is, like... I need space. Like, we say it to each other. I'm like, baby, why don't you go downstairs and, like, take some space? I think you need some alone time. And he'll be like, I do. But, like, I felt bad saying anything. And I was like, go. And, like, he'll look at me and he's like, baby, do you need to go work in the office? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, go. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and they're like, it's just that reassurance to not make you feel bad about it. That's really nice. Yeah. So that's why, like, I'm like, I crave those physical, those moments of physical intimacy because, we have good boundaries around, like, alone time, around taking space from each other, going to hang out with friends. Like, we do this every Sunday morning. He's usually here Sunday mornings and bakes breakfast with us and then, like, goes home. Like, we have those boundaries of, like, recognizing when the other person just needs to, like, not be with us and just hang out with friends. Like, go do your thing. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's why I crave it because it's not something I get every waking minute. Yeah. Where, like, in my past it's relationships. Yeah, in my past relationships, it was, like, I come through the door and it was, like... Oh my god! Hi, <laughs> where are you? Get out of me! Yeah, like I'm like, I can't even breathe. <laughs> like you guys spent all day together, and they're like, I miss you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flashbacks. Like, what do you what? Do you want to be done with this one, or you want to do one more round? We'll do this one, and then we'll move to level three. Okay. What is a compliment you wish you received more frequently? I don't know if I like this one. I I mean I get it, but like. I feel like you're asking for it by putting it out there. I don't know if it'd be a compliment, but I think I could use a little bit more praise in my life. Mm. Like, hey, you're still doing a good job. You're on the right track. You got this. Keep chugging. Because, like, I have seen a lot of shit. Like, yeah. It's been a long 26 years. <laughs> and sometimes it just gets really old, and you just want that, like, a little bit of support. Pat yeah. on the back, like, good job i think it's a little bit harder too because now that my dad's gone if I used he to be was that person. person for that and so like i'm kind of missing that yeah that's fair i don't need any physical compliments <laughs> yeah yeah all right level three reflection it's awesome. we like reflection here. we do like reflection <laughs> it's all 2020 it's but... all i've done this week is do reflection through my journaling my notebook is becoming very full only two months in to 2022 i did that again I did <laughs> you that stuck in 2020 during the pandemic i am stuck at 2020 listen that was a rough year i was 25 in the middle of, and started a pandemic at 25 when i was already having a midlife crisis <laughs> in one word how would you describe our conversation fucking great <laughs> those deep two. As shit. <laughs> deep dash as dash shit one word <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with intellectual. Insightful. 
Mm. There's so many words to describe our conversation. Deep. And that's why our phrase is what it is when we sign on. So yep. I just really like that I'm able to have super in-depth conversations with you about either like everything or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it all still makes sense. And, like, <laughs> there's no judgment or anything. And we're no. just like, hey, like, you ever thought about like another planet that has six moons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, every like. You think about that egg? Yeah, I think about it all the time. I'm like, great. Is it the chicken or the egg? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I definitely, I like both of those words. I thought intellectual first, and I was like, second, I'm like, think a little harder about it. And I was like, insightful. It's always insightful. So I was like, oh, I wanted to say hindsight. And I was like, no, that's not it. And I was like, Open. insightful. Yeah. Open's a good one, too. What about me most surprised you? I think how into anime we were. I really, like, don't, like, I did not peg you as that kind of person. An otaku? <laughs> like, I really, I really did not. So, like, when you, like, started talking about webtoons, you gave me a little insight. And I was like, oh, she really likes the anime. And I was like, go for her. <laughs> I think that was the thing that most surprised me. When I was, like, the anime liking type? No. I don't know why. What do I, wait, don't. what do I look like I like? Because I keeping up with the Kardashians. No, 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 no. I think more like documentary style, like murder mystery, like the, the. I think just the docu series type watcher. I've actually never watched a criminal documentary like that, like Ted Bundy's. Like oh, I've watched Cocaine Cowboys. That was fun. I do like that stuff too. Yeah. Like I um, was I was just watching Prison Behind Bars, and then I Ooh. I watch like interrogation videos. Yeah, but it's that was my I, second. It's because I'm trying to figure out body language and pick up on things. It's literally just to further my research and yeah. like micro expressions. Yeah, how I can read people so well. Oh, I got two. Oh, well, I guess you gotta read. <laughs> Okay, fine. First one is wild card. Scroll through each other's Instagrams, find the picture you feel best represents your partner's essence, and comment why you chose that image. We have to throw this, the photos up on the Insta. <laughs> hey, guess what? what? It's 11-11. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I know I'm going through change. <laughs> I know you're I'm going through a change. I have seen, if the audience doesn't know, I have seen 1111, 333, 222. I saw 222 this morning when we time. came home. I definitely always see 1111, though. Yeah. Okay, so I'll repeat it again while we go through it. So scroll through each other's Instagrams, find the pictures you best feel represents your partner's essence, and comment why you chose that image. I've got my microphone ready. I know I have a lot more oh, on my you Instagram. Have so many. <laughs> Well, I post almost three times a day, so yeah. Yeah, I know I've seen some photos, but I'm just like, this is this is shocking. <laughs> well, you're gonna go with this one. Okay. Okay, why this one? I'm going with this one. Really? <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Um, I think that one sums up your essence because you're just genuinely smiling, happy, you're laughing, and like when I picture you, you're all you your face is like full grin, <laughs> teeth out, like like I am right now. Yeah. There's just you had so many like good photos, but like again, I do love a candid photo and mm-hmm. anytime I can see like 
what the question is, your essence, and I'm like, your core being, I'm like, this bitch, this is a good one. <laughs> okay, I chose yours, because you're the sloth, the cozy, lozy sloth, so uh, you're snuggled up and cozy, and you just have this content smile on your face that just says, oh, this is like my favorite place to be. And I think the cute little moose. <laughs> moose earmuff. Yeah, I think that describes your playfulness. Uh, this this photo gives me a Mona Lisa smile vibe. <laughs> like I got a secret. <laughs> and to me, I was like, it's, it just, it's like, you're so content in your little like, space. Like, it's chill vibe. Yeah. That's why I'm surprised you don't love lo-fi more. I love lo-fi, but sometimes, I'm a singer, I really, I have okay. to jam out, so like, That's I need fair. lyrics most of the time. That's fair. All right. What answer of mine made you light up? Mm, I don't know if I have one. There's been one yet. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I just did two. <laughs> I think that's what's making me light up. <laughs> me forgetting that it's not my turn. What would be the perfect gift for me? A blanket. <laughs> Some sushi. Or like a sushi gift card. And who are you going to tell me for you? Check, check, check. Okay. <laughs> a rice cooker. That I, was, I wanted to say like the, the sushi roller. I think I could make my own sushi. I could roll it, but I need a rice cooker to make sushi rice. That's fair. A blanket is always a good gift. Yeah. You never have enough blankets. No. Are you kidding me? There's two sitting on my floor while there's one on my bed right now. There's one on me right now. Yeah, and one on you. <laughs> I think there's one on I am a burrito. And then, oh, there's one in the office. Okay, what questions were you most afraid to answer? Um, Definitely the question I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> Only because I knew it's something I was, like, really struggling with, and I'm an internal processor, so, like, I'm really liking to think, like, pretty in-depth and try to sort it out, like, at least 75% away before I even bring it to somebody else. Yeah. Plus, I know I'm just really struggling with it, so mm -hmm. it brought the emotions. Of course. That's fair. Like, I handed you the deck correctly. <laughs> I was hoping that maybe by, like, handing you the cards, you would hand me the deck. So, like, I was trying it. Oh, you like that one under there, huh? Oh, it's a wild card. Okay. Both players write a note to your younger selves. One minute option. Oh, we already done we that. Did that. We did we'll that. Yeah, we did, we did a whole episode on it. So, if you guys want to know, go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> what do you recommend I let go of, if anything? I think I would say let go of the way that you process things. You've always processed them, I feel like, the same way. And be open to other ideas of how to process emotions and thoughts. Right, and that isn't struggles. what I was thinking. I know it wasn't. <laughs> okay, why? Only because I know for myself it's helped by exploring other options than, like, what I'm so accustomed to doing and what I think is therapeutic and the things that help me get through what I am accustomed to just doing and using. So I think exploring other options gives the opportunity to find a different and better way of processing all of your thoughts, all of your emotions, and just life in general. 
I like that. I could agree. What do you think my answer was going to be? To stop thinking so much, worrying so much about what people think. Huh. No, that wasn't what I was thinking. You said that to me before. I have. Like, I mean, I can agree. <laughs> but it's that introvert. It's the longer you're alone, the more you're, like, aware of other people. Yeah, absolutely. What do you admire most about me? I think it's your drive and commitment. You will go after anything until your heart says no. And it doesn't matter what obstacles are in the way, how much time or effort it's going to take, you go for it, no matter what happens. Good, bad, ugly. Oh! <laughs> Bring in the tea. Yeah. Diving in the tea. <laughs> oh, I'm curious about this one. Okay. What about me is hardest for you to understand? I think your perfectionism. It's so hard for me to understand. Simply because, like, I see perfectionism in my life, and it looks very different than what perfectionism is in real life. So I think I struggle to understand, one, where that comes from. Like, why? And then, two, why you haven't let go of it. I think those are the two things that, like, that's what I struggle with most. I don't think it's true. I think perfectionism can look really different for everyone. Uh, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And, like... To answer your question, I guess, why I haven't let it go is because I think that it, it's so helpful for me. That's fair. I think that striving for even an ounce of what you could consider perfectionism keeps me going. Where you drive yourself, my perfectionism helps drive me. Yeah. And hmm. so that, like, I have, I continue to have goals and I set higher goals and that. That is the perfect, like, that, that next goal is, like, the perfect is that what you're, like, saying? Yeah, like, okay. my, my definition of perfectionism is always changing, so that it's always getting better, and that's mm. what's helping me strive for the, like, the life tasks, the goals that I'm looking for, even, like, little tasks around the house that I want to do, like, oh, I need to, you know, I want to interior decorate this, mm -hmm. and that way it's always getting better. I do think I could let go of some of my perfectionism, though. Yeah. But, I mean, isn't there something that, like, we all could, like, let go of a little bit more of just to give ourselves the that pat and praise on the back like i don't think you're gonna be able to answer this question okay based on what you know about me do you have any netflix recommendations no probably something I, I was like yeah and i was like no i don't watch i, I don't want some netflix yeah i was like i don't watch netflix sorry like that's rare wild card both players share something you're most grateful for in this current moment i like this one Iced coffee and the people around me. Sorry, <laughs> no. Mine is coffee, and then also right now the opportunity to explore things that I otherwise would not have. I like that. Iced coffee is just like <laughs> me taking care of myself, spending the time in the morning to make myself a cup of coffee. Plus, I. The iced coffee I've been making has just been absolutely delicious. Has it? Yeah. I picked up a cold brew recently, and I've been actually having cold brew coffee in the afternoon. And like, let me tell you, zing! Hello, we're awake. Yeah, I've been doing a caramel vanilla combo, and I've just been living for it, and it tastes so good, and it just makes my morning happy. Mm. Um, and no, then, that's what really matters. I mean, people around me is just an obvious one. I've just been going through so much, and like having that support has just meant a lot to me. Yeah. That's fair. 
I kept my hand out this time. I didn't put it away. You want to answer your side of things? Oh, well, I mean, coffee is just, I think coffee. coffee is coffee. And I have recently changed my morning routine. So I've been spending what I call my working on my energy from seven to 10 every morning. Like I'm usually a get up, make my coffee, get in the office and start working kind of person. Um, and I recognize that by the end of the day, I'm really burnt out and I'm like, I'm really feeling it more recently because I'm, I'm home. Like I don't go anywhere. I am an extrovert. So like I'm mentally aware of the fact that like I'm working all the time and I'm not actually harboring like the things that I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Like I love what I do as a job and like figuring out what I'm doing. I'm loving that process, but it doesn't mean that it's not work. So I noticed like I wasn't being creative. I haven't picked up a brush or a pen or colored pencils and I couldn't tell you how long and I was like that's not me like that's not authentically who I am like what I do is art like I'm yeah and granted like what I'm working on is creative but it's creative in a business fashion which can be more work than it is play right exactly so I've restructured my whole mornings and now like I get up in the morning I make my coffee maybe make a toast like some avocado toast if I'm feeling it sometimes I don't eat till the end when I'm like about to switch over to work um but I've been spending that four hours in the morning of like I lay in bed and I read until like eight o'clock sometimes I just lay there and like listen to birds on my window for like 30 minutes because I can Mm -hmm. I've set that time apart for me to do what's good for me um and sometimes that is scrolling TikTok and watching funny videos or, you know, reading my emails if that's what I feel like I want to do in the morning, whatever it is. And then getting up, I meditate before I get out of bed now. Like, that's a no-go. Like, I go to step and I, like, sit your ass back down, bitch. You got to meditate. I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> got it. I do a little bit of stretching while I make my coffee in the kitchen. And then I get in the office and I journal while I enjoy my cup of coffee and, like, my juice and I color and recently been listening to these meditation intentions by like Deepak Chopra while I'm drawing or while I'm painting and like they're just really insightful and like kind of like I carry that throughout the day it's like it's that peaceful morning so I don't like when things do hit in the middle of the day that like feel like I will explode I'm like not like I don't feel like I'm gonna explode anymore like I feel like they're manageable so I'm like okay this whole like taking four hours for myself in the morning is helpful and I mean Friday I slept till 10 30 instead you I slept Alyssa I slept till 10 30 I woke uh, up at seven I'm and shocked. I, I straight up woke up at seven and I said bitch no the fuck thank you and I rolled over and went right back to sleep slept till 10 30 I woke up I was so disoriented because my mom was home I was so disoriented like I walked out of my bedroom and I was like fuck and I was like oh mom left the light on and then I looked and my mom's on the couch and I legitimately thought that I slept a full 24 hours because she was home but they didn't have she didn't have work because of the ice storm that we just had I literally was like what what day is it Friday <laughs> I really thought I slept like 24 hours and she's like really I'm like yeah you're home I'm like fuck did I sleep like shit so it was really fucked up on Friday but yeah like I I think those two things and then like valuing the process, like enjoying what I'm having that time to do what I'm able to do right now. I think that all just goes into what I just said. Like I'm just enjoying the process that's happening right now and having the opportunity to like actually be successful. (laughs) 
returning your presents. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly enough. I told you that should have been your word. <laughs> Although I really like your word. But I think I the freedom thing is coming because I'm giving myself the opportunity. Yep. To do what I need to do. I'll be curious to see how you do when you go back to work. Me too. But right now you should do you should definitely just enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. What do you think I fear the most? I think right now, moving forward. <laughs> um I think overall I was like I really like there isn't like a thing that's like oh yeah she's afraid of this like for certain like I can pick that out but I think just right now in this moment I think it's moving forward I can agree because I, I came up with letting go mm-hmm. and that's I mean that's bigger than what's going on but yeah it's hard for me to let go of things because I think I'm possibly losing something or missing out somehow yeah I my initial thought was change and I was like she's not really scared of change but she doesn't necessarily love it either because that's part of the process of moving on and letting go or moving forward yeah I think I've also had a lot of change Mm. happen so like right now I'm like can I just get something steady please Mm. (laughs) that's fair like low level not always like fire alarm (laughs) (laughs) fair well then, we're moving on to to the final card. Um, I'm curious because we did the final card last time, yeah. and I want to see how it has changed. Okay, I, I think it'll be interesting if we continue to do these. Um, how we'll like be able to look back and see like from our first one. To yeah, like, to now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, that the final card is just a letter to the other person. Each player writes a message to the other, fold and exchange, open only once you two have parted. And last time we said that we will not be parting and we'll just say it out loud. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I forgot, so. So what is it? It's a message to the other. Okay. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I think I went first last time. You can go. Okay. I think my open letter to you right now would be... Get out of your head so much. Because I know that's where you've been a lot. Too much. And step outside your comfort zone to enjoy something so you don't have to be in your head so much. And maybe that will help you figure out how to move forward. Definitely more simple, I guess. Absolutely. Of course. I acknowledge that for sure. Because I've said it to myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I gotta get out of my own head so that I can just, like, enjoy yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I I think I took a huge step back out of the world when my dad passed. And I'm, like, kind of starting to feel myself taking steps towards it and just, like, genuinely enjoying things again. It's just hard right now. Of course. Good and bad days. Absolutely. Sure. And that's why I think my letter is short and sweet because it doesn't you already know these things that I'm saying just sometimes hearing it from an outsider instead of yourself is a lot easier to take than from yourself because you definitely don't take your own advice all the time (laughs) 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 but I think that that's I think that's something that we could probably do a topic on eventually is taking our own advice we don't do it we don't do it. We give so much advice to all these people in our lives and never yeah, take that but reflection. Yeah, is it, is it the, what is it, um, 
that you can't do teach. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Quintessential fucking phrase right there. <laughs> can't follow your own advice? Give other people advice. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's still good. It just it's, can't take it yourself. You just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, I think that my message to you is I've really enjoyed being along the journey for you. You've grown in ways that I can't even imagine. And, like, it's just so amazing to see and, like, just be there along your side while you're going through it. And, like, the difference between you a couple of years ago versus now is huge. And I think you're starting to accept all of the past phases of you. And that that's only making you stronger and becoming the person that you really are meant to be. And, like, that's really exciting to see. And I just can't wait to see what happens further. I think that you're finally coming into your own. I think that you're finding a partner that brings you true happiness. True. <laughs> um, in, a, in a way that you need it to. Like, I don't think that your past partners have challenged you in the way that he has. And, like, I think it can only get better having not only me, but that other person on a daily basis, kind of just, like, bouncing ideas off of you and giving them their terms and their own thoughts and reflections of you. Thanks, babe. Yeah, I think that was a lot of my reflection this week was recognizing that all these pieces that I've hated for quite a long time don't need to be hated because if without them I wouldn't really be who I am and I think I've been recognizing that not just like in the last week but in the last like six months and if I have to pinpoint a date it would be when my ex and I broke out and I took that weekend to just I don't know figure it out I took six weeks I took now six months and I think it's because I'm also rebuilding all the things that he tore apart about me. Yeah, that was definitely a, it was a hard spot in your life for me to watch. I think that your hoe phase was kind of, it was, my hoe phase was fun. It was hard, but it was, yeah, it was fun for you. Like you were, you seemed like you were happy while doing it. Yeah. And I, on my side, I was like the friend on the sidelines was like, seems like she's going through something but like we're not ready to talk about it mm-hmm. um but like this point of growth I could tell it really bothered you after your breakup like it caused you a lot of inner turmoil it made you question yourself and just to see you like come back alive and to really just be at inner peace and find inner peace yeah and I think the parts that got tore down were those creative parts of myself. And I think that's why I stopped creating. But I think they're going to get rebuilt and be even better. It's just hard. <laughs> Anyone that says life is easy is really lying to you. Yeah, seriously. 
or they're not dealing with their trauma. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. That's right. All right. Natalie both cried. <laughs> this game is really good for crying. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really good for those, like, deeper connections that you and I both enjoy. Those intellectual, insightful, happy, deep conversations. I don't I shouldn't say happy because they're not always happy. <laughs> no, but I think you get to see it's the 100% authentic. Yes. Because we're able to do that. I... I would love to see a future diving in deep and mm. we get a couple other people involved or even just actual strangers. Yeah. Oh my God. And be play fun. the game. Like, yeah, you do actually start as strangers and you leave as like knowing that. Person. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I have definitely, because we have this game, I've said it to a couple of friends of ours and I'm like, Oh yeah. Like it's really like, we're not strangers. Like it's a really great game. Like it's really in depth. Like you get like really deep into like your personal lives and things like that. And, they both were like, that doesn't sound like a game for us. And I was like, oh, never mind. Y'all aren't in that stage of growth, okay? <laughs> I think you could do certain levels. Um, yeah. I think two is the hardest, even though there's a level three. I think mm. level two is, like, where you're really getting into the roots of things. And yeah, like, the gritty. Yeah. Where, like, level one and three is, like, a little bit lighter, and you can kind of just answer things. It's just, like, reflection and, yeah. you know, and a perception. Yeah. It's, like, your outer self, how you perceive right. people. Um, so maybe you could start there. But <laughs> I don't think this game is for everyone. I just really mm-hmm. enjoy the depth that it brings. Because it's not like other games. Mm-mm. No. And I, that's why I also like the other one that's up there is, like, it. it's, like, a kind of, like, a mystery game but like you're you're picking to see if you're both right so it like asks a question that's like oh hey like does the does your part like do you like mustard so basically you both are reading so if you and I are reading that question you would be like okay you have to pick who likes it more so it's like okay do I like it more do you like it more and then if you both put down cards so it's it's like for people that know each other and then you can put them down and if you both pick the same color so like I would be purple you'd be blue so if we both put down like no like it's definitely I like mustard more so it's purple then we've won that round. So, like, it's a fun way to connect with people to see, like, do I actually know you or no? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's the friendship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. Like, that one's, like, fun. That one's good for friends and, like, for people that don't necessarily want to take things as deep as we're not really strangers. All right. Do you have anything else? No. Take us out. All right. This one's a little bittersweet, so <laughs> my apologies in advance. <laughs> This has been an amazing season. I'm really fucking happy that you randomly started a <laughs> podcast with Brandon from Ever Changing Vibes and just got on the mic and got this started for us. Um, it has been a huge blessing in disguise for me. So thank you You're for welcome. starting. I'm excited for our next season. I know we have a whole fucking bunch planned because yeah, our brainstorm <laughs> topic spreadsheet is huge right now. Yeah. So I think we're just going to be coming back bigger and better for now. This is goodbye, but we'll see you soon. Coming, like I said, back April 17th. Until then, please continue to have those deep conversations with the people that are around you. And just know that you are absolutely fucking glowing right now. And you're thriving. That's right. Follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. And we'll see you later.